just before we start this week's podcast, I would love it if from wherever you get your podcast from, you can actually follow the Spill the Beans podcast and maybe also give it a rating. It does help the podcast greatly. Many thanks. Welcome to the first Spill the Beans of the new year. Today I'm talking to Karen Snook. Snook? Is it Snook, Snook. or Snook? Yeah, Snook. And she is the creator of St Albans Mums, which is a St Albans Facebook group, which I notice now has like 9,000, nearly 10,000 followers. That's right. She's also a blogger and a digital marketer, so she's a very busy lady. Hello, Karen. Hello, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. What coffee are you drinking in Bean Central today? So today I'm having my usual, a flat white, normal milk, nothing exciting, and one sugar. One sugar, but it's nice though, isn't it? It's very good, yeah. Okay. When I first arrived in St Albans, I came here about 10 years ago and I found St Albans Mums, the Facebook group, and I thought, well, this is an absolute godsend because I didn't actually know anybody. I didn't know anything about the schools. I didn't know anything about anything, really. And it's a, it's a mind of information on there. So tell me all about how it started and how it came yeah, about. I guess mine was the same reason. So I have been here for... 15 years. Right. I moved here with my one-year-old single parent, knew nobody except for my friend who I live with, who's a guy who worked in London, so no use. I guess <laughs> I set up the page initially to sell some IKEA furniture. Right. So it was actually like myself, my reception class mums, there were maybe 20 of us top, and then it sort of started to roll the ball rolled and so and so invited their friend and their sister and then you got a new mum who also joined the area and now it's like nearly 10,000 people and yeah it's just a really good like I said it's a mind of information it is a mind of information do you are you still doing the admin for it I do and I have two amazing ladies called Debbie and Sarah that do much more than I do yeah because it's Um, a massive deal yeah Yeah, the girls are amazing I selfishly focus on Instagram because I love the visual content. Right. And I love that. But I So it's your Instagram as well, yeah. St Albans Mum. Yeah, so it's not it's because it's just my perspective, so it's not from the mum. So you're not asking the questions that you get in the group and stuff like that. But it is generally focused on local businesses like yourself. Yeah. Charity, because we've obviously got an amazing local community mm. that look after our charitable groups. And what I do, I guess, in St Albans with my kids or my family. Oh, okay. So that's your page, Instagram page, page, and you tend to spend a bit more time on that. But the St Albans mums just keeps going on and on. (laughs) I know, right. So I think the question, like, can you recommend a freelance hairdresser? I think that's probably been asked about 600 times. And if people were to search it, they'd find... They could find it, but I think everything changes all the time. You know, after the pandemic, people aren't in salons for instance anymore so you can get somebody local to you yeah 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 it's a good it's a good information center and yeah some of the questions do make you laugh some of them we just delete what like what um I don't know if I can actually say that because I think I offend quite a few people you don't don't do that no don't do Um, that but I do think now you have this option to post anonymously yeah it drives me mad does it because I think if you're asking a question about yourself that's not particularly very personal, 
Why would you post it anonymously? Because then you're not ever going to engage with someone. I will tell you why I personally would post it anonymously. And that's if I'm talking about something, maybe about my children, that I don't want anyone else to know. No, but I mean like... Oh, I'd like to go on holiday this year in the UK. Do you have any recommendations? Oh, people say those. Say I thought that was really... I thought the anonymous thing was for, really, if you you had something like I said, yeah. you know. Well, I think maybe, I don't know, maybe then people think they're going to be judged or you can afford to go on holiday, how dare you. Oh, God. But you'll get to that point, I guess, at some point. When it's um such a large group of people all together, there's always going to be... I mean, there's often... Little arguments. Little altercations. <laughs> on there. Yeah. That's, but then I think that's what makes it the group. Yeah. I know there's been some people that might not be in the group anymore that hate all the privileged St Albans mums, as they call it, but they don't see the flip side where we are supporting local charities. You know, yeah. we do help friends and children and we do support local businesses. Yeah. So. They forget that side of And things. not every St Albans mums is privileged. No. <laughs> There's a diverse no. group of people. There's a very diverse group of people, and I think it's good that they ask for help. Yeah. I've seen many women out there asking for help, and they get it within an instant. Oh, it's we amazing. We a fundraising page, and overnight you're going to get support and help, yeah. and it's just generally... With or without money, with or without privilege, it's a great community. No, it is for that. People do come together. If they, yeah. if they see or hear of somebody in need, then they do come together. And it is fantastic. Because you've got so many people in one spot. Yeah. So you have that platform in a way. Yeah, it's great. To, yeah, no, it is. It. It's really good. Well, well done for getting Thanks. it to where it is. So do you want to tell everybody what else you do? Um, so I have clients that I look after for digital marketing. I love working in the beauty industry. That's where I kind of come from. Oh, so it's your niche, is it? I wouldn't say it's my niche because when I left, it was such a long time ago when I had my first son. So Mm. I couldn't go back part time. But it's probably my passion to work in that side of the industry. So I get to do content. I get to do photography I get to trial treatments I get sent products I absolutely love it I bet you do if you get sent products yeah I was at Boots last week and they've just relaunched the beauty hall so that's for me it looks amazing Mm. they needed to but yeah so that's my niche I guess my passion the bit that I love so you have clients that hire you Mm. for their marketing digital marketing yeah and do you have and do those clients like rehire you and yeah, so I guess you. I'm just on a rolling contract. Yeah. I like it when maybe a, a project comes up and it's something completely different, mm. short-term project. Mm. Um, but yeah, generally work in and then you get to know the brand, you get to get their voice because I guess that's the most important thing. You're talking on behalf of a person yeah. for a specific brand. Yeah. But you have to change hats constantly, yeah, yeah. don't you? Yeah, you do, but I quite like that. Because different businesses have different vibes. Yeah. They want to some cre- can be a guy, Yeah. some can be a lady much younger than me. Yeah. The audience might be completely different. Mm. But yeah, it's quite interesting, but then it just means you work really closely with your brand partner. Yeah. So do you work full-time then? With What with that and everything else? Um, I finish every day at three. I pick the kids up and then I'm done for the day. Occasionally, actually I can't say occasionally I work at night because I don't, that would be a lie. Um, I finish at three every day. Yeah. Yeah. 
Monday to Friday. Monday to Friday. But then you've got the busyness of children at home. How yeah. many children do you have at home? We've got three. Okay. Um, the eldest is very self-sufficient. He's 16, A-levels. He doesn't mm. cause any bother. Um, the other two are eight and six. And they're bonkers. <laughs> yeah, so... I've forgotten what it's like to have an eight and oh, six-year-old. it's just carnage. Yeah. Um, yeah, so from the second we step through the door, the fighting starts. Um, are they boys? Two, boy and a girl. A boy and a girl. Yeah, it's crazy. And they're... they're... <laughs> they just fight. Or argue, or bicker. Sometimes they do like each other, but it's very rare. But yeah, so from three o'clock till seven, it's just sorting them out, really. I never got this whole happy family thing where your children... Uh, are you know bake cookies together because no. uh, mine just argued and yeah. fought their yeah, way yeah. through but I mean as you say they love each other yeah but there was a lot sometimes <laughs> yeah I mean I haven't got any when they're older. so for me it's like crazy I literally stand there and look at them like what are you doing <laughs> leave them alone it was quiet and when I was growing <laughs> yeah. up yeah. oh my yeah. gosh it's exhausting isn't it's it it's exhausting <laughs> Tell me a bit about your background and how you came to do what you're doing now. Where did you grow so, up? I grew up in Middlesex, in Harrow, mm. which I absolutely hated, really. It was a real struggle. There wasn't much help from school to sort of make a career focus. So I You just, didn't like the school you were at? Uh, well, no, I left one and then went to another one. And I think I changed second to last year. So I have no hope of like integrating. It's hard. It's really hard. Um, and having a 16-year-old now, I remember how hard it is. Mm. So I took myself off to fashion college. Absolutely loved it. Where it was, was that? London College of Fashion. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I did two years there, thinking I might do fashion design and textiles. And then didn't end up doing fashion design or textiles. I ended up doing PR at Harvey Nichols. Mm. Yeah, so that was my first ever job. Well, that was a great job to get yeah, into awesome. straight away. Loved that. And then I had a few friends leave Harvey Nichols and went to work for Estee Lauder companies. And one of them put me in touch with someone and I then went there. And that's where I stayed for quite a while. Um, so Staying just did, in PR. Yeah, beauty PR, mm. marketing. And yeah, just loved it. Mm. Like, we were out every single night. We were... Attended loads of events, loads of products, like I said before. And yeah, it was just awesome. So I guess... And what would you have been in your 20s then? Yeah, so that was in my 20s. And I stayed until I had Oliver in 2006. So Mm. I would have been 26. Mm. Yeah, and then I left. Everything changes when you have kids, doesn't it? Everything changes. And I don't know how some of my friends do the whole... London commute still. I mean, they're not doing it five days a week anymore. Anymore. Mm. Um, but still, it's juggling childcare because you can't finish at three. I'm lucky enough that I can finish at three. Yeah. Um, I think the alternative is just expensive childcare. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so there is that. But yeah, I guess from there, things went a bit wrong for my family life. I got divorced when my little one was... Well, I left when my little one was six months old. Mm. And I moved to St Albans, like... Okay. Yeah, up and left. Are you upped? And that was brave? That was brave. Maybe a bit stupid. But no, actually... I don't think so, because it seems like you haven't looked back, to no, be honest. I try not to. Um, yeah, so he's now 16. So 15 and a half years later, we're still here. He's fully integrated in school. Mm. 
Loves it, yeah. And so he no, likes St Albans. Yeah, St Albans is good to bring kids up in. I think so. It's also because it's so close to London. My husband now used to travel all the time, so you're so close to the airports. Yeah. Um, you've got great, you know, connections everywhere. So yeah. it's just an easy place to live. It's a commuter city, I guess. It is, but it also has a community feel, so I think that's quite unusual. Yeah, I think so too. I mean... People, I didn't actually look to live in St Albans. I came here because my friend lived here. But friends that I've met since are like, yeah, this was the best place for us to live outside of London. Mm. Because mm. of everything that they've got available to them. The house prices are expensive. They're ridiculous. Um, I don't think my kids will ever be able to leave. That's the problem, isn't it? Much to my husband's horror. <laughs> <laughs> I think he expected them to all be up and out by 18. Yeah. I'm not convinced. No, no. I just think it's... When we were growing up, you know, I'd, I'd, I rented a house with other people. Yeah. I rented a room in big Victorian house. Massive room it was. Yeah. And it was affordable. Yeah. No, they won't be able to do that. They won't. And, yeah, so we're going to have them at home forever, I think. That's why we, we all extend our <laughs> yeah. houses. I, and you told me you were renovating a house at the moment. Well, we've been there five years. So I think we're kind of renovating a room at a time. Yeah. Um, we've put a stop on it because it's just so cold at the moment to have anything done. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, but when I say renovating, I mean basics, mm -hmm. like plastering, painting, yeah. carpet. Mm -hmm. That's where we're at. Right. Yeah. So did you have to rip stuff out when you no, were there? No, we're not ripping anything out. Not ripping anything. No. So it's livable? Oh gosh, yeah, it's amazing. So it's an old house. It's a very old house. Um, it had like an original 1906 front door. With like holes through it and everything. I was going to say, beautiful. could you have kept it? I kept it. Oh, it's in the garden. Yeah. Um, I'm a bit of a hoarder, so I don't really let anything leave my house. No. Uh, yeah, no, it's perfect. It's mm. just either very, very cold or absolutely boiling. So you're praying for slightly warmer weather than it is right now. It's quite cold right yeah, now. Yeah, but then the last your last year's summer was unbearable. Unbearable. Yeah. It's like mm. a greenhouse in every room. But I can't complain. It's a beautiful old house. Um, it just needs lots doing. Yeah, Ooh. and you'll get there, and it's a project, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it'll be It'll be fine one day. So, do you think you're quite? Are you quite creative with your interiors? Because you're creative yeah, online. I guess so. Um, we have stuck to like white walls and grey features. Mm -hmm. But then we do have like some flocked wallpaper in one room. Yeah. Um, I've got some cool light fittings, mm. and then Sid, my little girl, her bedroom's like the ultimate princess room. Is it? Yeah, oh. I think it's something that I probably wanted as a kid. Oh god, um, me too. Yeah, it's just great. But yeah, no, we're quite simple. I guess if we had the money to completely start from scratch and go again, I think I could go a bit wild. Yeah. But I guess because we're just doing one room at a time, it's just like, right, let's just keep it all basic, plain, and let's just get it up and running. Let's get it up and running. I love interiors because they're just an extension of your personality. Yeah. You can do whatever you want um, to them, and it's personal. And it yeah. doesn't matter if it's anybody else's taste. No. It's your own yeah, exactly. personal taste. I mean, I, yeah, I've probably got quite weird taste when it does come to interiors. So it's probably quite good that I have kept it neutral. <laughs> Because let loose. Yeah, wow. <laughs> so um, tell me about the other thing you do, which is blogging. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been trying to get a blog up and running for years. And there was a massive dip in the blogging world 
I, in my opinion, maybe not in everybody's. And I just kept starting and stopping, starting and stopping. It wasn't the right time. It's very time consuming mm. because it's just a case of getting content that's new, real, interesting, and then actually getting that into a website, which is, it can be very techy. Mm. I'm not the most techy person. But I do work with a lovely lady called Laurie and she is super geeky and techy. So she's helped me set it all up. So what are you blogging about? Um, so generally it is about St Albans. So my main thing is what's on in Hertfordshire. So I started back in, I want to say October. So when you launched your yeah. podcast. Um, and every month I'm popping up what's going on locally. People seem to just love that. Mm. I get to take my kids out and the family out. And sometimes, you know, people ask me to review their venue or their show. Um, pantomimes were a good one this year. I went to review a couple. And then, I guess, what else have I been blogging about? Boots, Beauty Hall, I mentioned that earlier. Restaurants, local businesses. I see. Yeah. So, okay. not everything local. Yeah. And so, it's a website, but do you get followers in the same way? Or how does people that work? People subscribe. Yeah. So, so you I get don't, subscribers. I don't bombard anyone with emails because I don't think people like that. No. I think it's more of an extension from Instagram. So, it's almost like, right, this week I've been here and I've done this. If you want more information, how to buy tickets, where it's located, click on the blog. Yeah. So, and maybe sometimes you do you have discounts and or, yeah, or offers so some people or give me offers, um, which is always good. Yeah, people are reluctant, I think, to do offers at the moment because they're obviously not earning like that's they that, were. That's right. Yeah, people aren't going out as much as they were, so people actually might not need offers because they're not doing as much. Mm. Um, the next thing I'm going to try and tackle are like what's on. So for younger children. So like you said, when you moved here, I know where I moved here. I didn't know where all the clubs and groups were. Mm. I think there's less now since COVID of like the church mm. play groups. Um, but yeah, I'm going to try and get a list together. That's very useful for people when yeah. they've got new new children or little yeah, children. Yeah, and it's always like on the day, oh great, it's raining, let's go to a play group. Where is it? I What I struggle with is... Things for teenagers to do. Oh my gosh, it's so hard. As much as I like St Albans, yeah. I feel like, you know, if we live by the sea or, you know, there'd be just they, somewhere for them to go. Yeah, so I, my teenager wasn't ever that fussed to do much. He did get a part-time job working at one of the local pubs, which isn't busy at the moment, so they've cut his shift. Oh. Um, generally they do house stuff, but I was at the Pioneer Club last week, and they have a youth club, which I didn't know about. I didn't. And they also have their skate park, which yeah. is fantastic. I did take my eight-year-old, and he absolutely loved it. And I guess there were older kids there, so I would say there were like 16, 17-year-olds Yeah, there. I know people who go to Pioneer, um, but I tried it with mine. And it wasn't interesting. The balance was off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, this isn't going to work. So then I guess football clubs, if they're into football, you've got local teams like St Albans City Youth, you've got Harvesters. There's also certain things what are we doing so like at Brent Cross they had a Stranger Things exhibition okay which was good really good um Bachelor Tennis Club put on quite a lot of things to do with sport 
do them. For that kind of age. It's just if your kids are non-sporty. There's a lot of yeah, non-sport. Yeah, there's loads of sport. There's a lot of non-sporty kids out there. Mm. And that's what we're missing. That's a That good is thing. the gap, I feel. Okay, I'm going to add that and, to my list. you know, do 16, 18-year-olds want to go to a church? Some no, do, don't I get don't me wrong. A lot like, of them maybe do. that's the thing. Because they're not used to that culture. They're not, they're not used to it if you've been brought up in it. It's different. Yeah. But, um, there also is things like sea cadets. Yes. That's really good. I yeah. have a few friends with children that still go there. Yeah. They're obviously now mixed, so it's not just guys, it's guys and girls. Yeah. Um, I think that comes after scouting. Might do, might not. Might do, because of the age. Mm. Um, that'll be on my list now. I shall find oh, good. Some I'm really glad about that. Non-sporty teenage yes, things to do. Exactly. Got ya. Do you like living in St Albans? I love it here. I think the only other place I would ever want to live is America. So I don't really have ties in the UK. I That was my other question. Hmm. Would you rather hmm. stay in St Albans forever or live in another country forever? Forever. Oh, forever. So you can't come back. Oh, I don't know. That's a tricky one. So someone asked my husband at work. Like, what are your three life goals? Which I think is a really deep question for him. He's not got that kind of empathy to think about that. Um, so he had none. Mine were, one of mine was I want to live abroad. I don't know about forever. That's a big commitment. It's really tricky because I lived overseas for 10 yeah. years and people think the grass is greener. Oh, I know it's not. It's I just, not greener. I don't think forever is a, oh, I couldn't say forever. And I have to come, I ended up coming back, but I did love it. But did you love coming back? Um, I did, I tell you what I loved, the familiarity of yeah. everything, the shops, yeah. the people, the humour. Yeah, when I get off a plane from holiday, as you get off the um, the M25, that little slip road up towards the Noak, I yes. feel like I'm at home. Yeah, I I mean for me when I came back, I, you know, I didn't know anyone, I moved to a different area, St Albans. Um, that that had its challenges, and I was in Australia particularly. I was extremely comfortable in the end, and I, mm. you know, wondered whether this was going to be my home forever. But there's just the pull of England was too much. Yeah, no, I can't say forever. I'm not sure. You're not sure I'm on not that sure one. On that one. Right. I do know that... I want to live abroad, but I'm not sure about forever. So you you would be happy if it was a set period of time. Yeah, but I wouldn't want to say how long at no. that time. And where would you want to go? Austin, Texas. Oh, you're very specific. Very specific, yes. <laughs> Love it. On another note, what is your favourite ice cream? Oh, I quite like a salted caramel. Oh, yeah. Or anything that the pudding stock sells. Yes. Their, their ice cream's amazing. They have um, milk flavour, which is like vanilla, I guess. Um, their yeah. desserts oh, are... They're just unreal. Yeah, no. Um, but yeah, I think salted caramel would be my favourite. Very yummy. And are you watching, and this is the final question, any TV, especially as it's January at the moment? So as a rule, I don't watch TV. Do you not? No, I can't sit still long enough. Um, I don't have the attention span. But we were just talking about Game of Thrones. Yes, because I've started Game of Thrones yeah. season one. If there's something like that, I will watch it and I will be completely obsessive with it. Yeah. But it interferes with my day-to-day life. I go to bed, I'm in bed asleep by 8pm. Are you? Yeah. Have you always been like that? Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh. It's weird. Eight. Eight, yeah, I'm fast asleep by eight. Right, kids, tea, five o'clock. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I'm asleep when my kids go, um, except on the odd night where I'm up and 
out and yeah. I, then I don't go to sleep until like three o'clock and regret my life choices for about a week um but do you yeah. go to bed at eight and sleep all the way through yeah I can do it very easily oh. if Sydney wakes up and I wake up and I think oh I've had three hours of sleep already I'll probably sit on Instagram for an hour yeah it but takes then I a while to get go back. straight back to sleep after yeah. that really you're very very yeah. lucky but I do have a list on my phone of tv that I would like to watch go on let me share that hold on I have to open it up so I have like this massive list. Things, you know, movies and programs. Oh, oh my god, it's huge! <laughs> it's really huge. Um, because I don't watch telly, but I have got Tokyo Vice on iPlayer. No idea. No idea. The White Lotus. Yes. I really want to watch that. Yeah. I got told yesterday Bad Sisters on Apple yeah. TV. Yeah, I haven't seen these either, but I know of them. So they're on my list. I mean, yeah. the list is long. Yeah. And then Traitors with Claudia Winkleman. Oh my God, I thought it was going to be awful. And it was brilliant. So I watched the first one and I didn't quite... You need to go to number three. Okay, so there we Before go. you even can can make a decision because okay. I thought it was going to be rubbish. Yeah, well no, people rave about it. It's just me that said, oh, I didn't think it was all that. Same. But then, then I think that's because I'm not used to sitting and watching telly. No. I have to get into something. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have fully enjoyed me chatting too. to thank you. you. Thank you so much for coming in. Oh, thank you so much. That was great, Karen. Do you want another coffee?